0: Welcome into the Fantasy Trade School Podcast. My name is Kevin Fisher. This is going to be week 12. Of course, alongside me is my host, my co-host, Diego Tarango. And uh, I would like to start off by first welcoming in my man, Wolfman27, the commissioner of the most fun league I've ever been a part of, of course, other than my own, because this is the greatest league on the face of the earth um but we're happy to have him in here he's one of the most active and and honestly one of the best guys that i've gotten to know if you can get to know somebody through fantasy um so we're happy to have you man i hope you're listening to this podcast instead of uh just listening to your own because that would be very unfortunate um but yeah diego welcome in uh i'll let you talk for a little while yeah i don't know if you want to maybe issue a welcome to wolfman and get this thing kicked off
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's great to have you. It's always great to have uh, people that are actually going to be active in the league, unfortunately. Plesco not doing so. Uh, Whatever reasons that's for, wish him the best. Uh, But it's great to have you, and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be...
0: That's about it. Like you said, you know, no hard feelings towards Plesko. It was just he just had some things that were getting in the way, and he wasn't able to set a consistent lineup and everything like that. And again, I don't mind a little bit of tanking here and there, but um, as long as you're setting a lineup, and uh, he wasn't doing that, he wasn't being very active, so I gave him a chance, pretty much a day to respond to me, and if not, then I would go ahead and do it, and he didn't do that, so he's always welcome to be a part of uh, the trade school community, but um, he is no longer a part of of uh, of the league right now. So, um, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it, uh, before we really get into what we're going to be talking about as far as this week and forward is concerned. I wanted to jump back to the trade deadline because we did have a couple things that happened right after our uh, last podcast. So we had two trades go down um, right pretty much on trade line day. We actually had a mishap because because of daylight savings time. Um, we thought that the trade deadline was at 12.05, where it was at one o five. So it was a late night thinking? for a lot of us, I think. Um,
1: oh, I just... Man, that was great. I was sitting there. I was like, I was like, oh, fine. I guess I'll wait until the deadline goes through so the waivers can go through. I didn't have any. I didn't have any trades. Uh, but you know, I'm sitting there. Twelve oh five comes around. I'm like, wait, why haven't my waiver claims gone through yeah. yet? I want to <laughs> see if I got these guys. And I'm like, really confused. I'm going to my transactions and I see that it says specific standard time. And I'm like, wait. So I go on. I check the world clock. California is an hour behind us which is Pacific time and I'm like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and it's it was uh it was all over the place of course the two of us and I think most of the people in this league were based in Arizona but uh we do have um at least one Californian and and now we have a uh I don't know what what do they call you Wisconsin Wisconsin I think that's what you would call somebody from Wisconsin
1: Northwestern Wisconsin like that
0: Milwaukeean I don't know he's from up there yeah uh, he's a cheese head, but, um, so we've got some people from all over the place. So of course, trade deadlines and stuff like that is a little bit, a little bit wild sometimes, uh, with daylight savings time. I think it should all just stay on the same clock like we do in here in Arizona. us normal people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, if we're going to talk about some of the trades, uh, the first one that we saw, um, actually this was the second one that we saw. I just want to talk about it first because it was the smaller of the two. I traded it away. Muhammad Sanu to T-bone steak. Um, I got 2023, a 2023rd, a 2025th, a 2021 5th, and a 2022 5th, so a 5th for each of the next three years as well as a 3rd for this year, um, and really, I think the thing that pushed me over the edge for this trade was I had two people. I had T-Bone, and then I also had um, Alex A um, or Tag Poppers, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> they were both uh, sending me trades for Sanu, and Tag Poppers sent me a 4th and a 5th. Um, and I already had this trade kind of pending, and I was thinking about it. And so I, I, you know, I said something in the chat. Like, looks like a lot of people are having, you know, interest in Muhammad Sanu already. And I was kind of joking around. And and so Alex comes out, and he's saying, you know, oh, there's no way you're ever gonna get more than what I just what I just offered you in a and fourth and a fifth. I just
1: have to say the best part of this is that. You were cluing me in on exactly what was happening. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't really necessarily giving input because I. I wouldn't do that. It's not really fair. Yeah. Um. Especially as we're kind of the. Especially now that I'm co-commissioner, it yep. wouldn't have been yep. uh, good. So I wasn't giving any input, but he was just like, haha, I can't believe this is happening."
0: <laughs> yeah. So I as as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, I gotta do it to him. I I, I, I gotta accept the trade." make him look like a fool for a little bit because as we all know uh, tag poppers Alex you're definitely one of not only the top players in this league but you like to dish it out a whole lot so I think anytime that we can kind of give it back to you a little bit um, we we love to we love to do that and we're actually gonna Maybe did that a little bit later on in the podcast as well. Um, we'll see. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I felt pretty good about that trade. I got a lot of picks for an older guy, and, you know, as my team's kind of getting younger right now, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good trade. Yeah. Um, the big one that I want to talk about, though, is, of course, Ooh, it's a big um, Tag Poppers himself. He traded again with T-Bone Stake, who was by far and away the most active uh, guy on, on that night.
1: Oh, yeah, he was very active even a couple days before. Yep.
0: And, and he trades away Travis Kelsey, Michael Gallup, Aaron Rodgers, a 2021 second and a 2022 first. And that's, of course, uh, T Bone Stake. Trades all of that away, to tag poppers who gives up Jared Goff, Christian Kirk, and a 2022 second. Now, I was talking, of, again, about the other trade with T Bone Stake as this trade was going through. Okay. And so the insight that I got is A, he felt pretty good about getting the second round pick for this year. But also, he's a huge Arizona Cardinals fan, and he loves the Christian Kirk. Um, you know, he's been getting a ton of targets. Oh, he's yeah. been getting even when he's been dropping him. He's been getting a ton of targets. So um, he really wanted to give up whatever it took to go get that. He doesn't think that Jared Goff is too much of a drop off, at least in fantasy, from Aaron Rodgers. Um, so he was willing to give up that. On the other hand, I think up, I think just from a neutral standpoint, I think he gave up a ton. But if you're getting the guy that you love, and especially as young of a of a receiver as Christian Kirk is, he could be a stud for him for the rest of this league, for the next you know five, six, seven years, however long we do this. So, um, you know, I, I really think that this was a huge trade on both sides. I think both sides benefited to what they like, and um, and of course. Uh, Tag Poppers is always out here getting those first round picks. He he almost owns a monopoly on them now, so uh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be tough to watch out for him for the next multiple years now as he keeps accumulating these picks. What do you think about yeah. it?
1: Yeah, um, you know, big thing that stands out to me is the Aaron Rodgers Jared Goff because mm-hmm. obviously the Christian Kirk that's a great pickup. He's been a Kyler Murray, favorite target, as we've seen, especially the last couple weeks, and even when he's not catching the ball, he's doing something, whether he's ending up on the beneficial side of a passing interference call or whatever, Uh, so he'll always be somebody that Arizona's going to go towards, Uh, but Jared Goff, I think, has the slightly higher ceiling. He hasn't been playing super well this season, um, so it's been a little bit of a letdown, but He's also really young compared to Aaron Rodgers, who's been in the league forever. Not saying that he's necessarily going to retire soon, but he's definitely reaching the end of his career.
0: Yeah. And I think um, another big thing to put into this is the Travis Kelsey part of it. Um, You know, it's not like Tag Poppers needed Travis Kelsey. He has George Kittle. Now he's got the stack of them, and it's pretty much (laughs) as good as you can get. But um, also, T-Bone Stake has Mark Andrews, a young. Stud tight end who yeah. is Lamar Jackson's favorite target, and <laughs> oh, he yeah. seems to always be open. <laughs> so you know, I I, I don't think he's going to be hurting at tight end for the next few years no, either. So not at all. Uh, this will be an interesting trade to look back on um, in the mm-hmm. next you know year or so and see what ended up happening throughout this whole thing.
1: I do have to say though, if I had been T Bone, I maybe maybe he did try, um, but I would have probably pushed for more than just at least more than just one 2020 second round pick. Uh, considering how much Alex does have in the first two rounds of the 2020 draft, so I would have been at least pushing for more, whether he did and it didn't work out or not, you know. Yep. But, yeah, yeah,
0: no, I, I, I totally understand. Um, but that'll do it. That's pretty much everything that happened before week 11. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, hop into what happened during week 11. And uh, it wasn't pretty, I don't think, for anybody. No. I think every single matchup that we had was a blowout.
1: It was pretty if you won. Other than that, it was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course.
0: You loved it if you won, but, you know, there weren't any nice, juicy matchups this week. So uh, the closest one was actually mine in Bo Records. I lost by 20, so that'll show you, you know, how much, <laughs> mm-hmm. how how spread out this week was. Um, you know, that matchup, I think, um, I I just struggled to get... Guys, You know, I had a lot of bye weeks. I had a lot of uh, stuff like that. And I really just struggled to have uh, guys put up numbers for me. I, I was starting Russell Gage. Even Mike Evans didn't have a good week. You know, Jalen Richard was out there for me. And so it, it was tough. Um, there was a couple guys on my bench that I wish I would have started, like uh, Tony Pollard. I was actually thinking about <laughs> starting along Zeke, even as crazy as it sounds. And I might have won if I had done that. Same with uh, Dallas Goddard. You know, but... I think that um, last week I was really struggling to even get a lineup to put out there. And so uh, to only lose by 20 in the closest matchup of the week to a top three team in our league, I'm feeling pretty good about it. But I'm at a situation right now where I have to win out and somebody else has to lose out in order for me to get into the playoffs, which I am trying to do because I don't own my first-round pick. So. Yeah,
1: and I mean, it's not even that close. You're going to have to win the tiebreaker, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into all the
0: the uh, statistics later on. So it's looking pretty bleak for me, but you know what I mean? I'm looking forward. I've been talking about this for weeks. I'm looking forward to next year. My team is built for next year, so I'm not worrying about this too much. I'm really just trying to capitalize and, and find some guys that um, can really... Help me and make my team next year. I think is what I'm looking at. Some young wide receivers, some young running backs. Um, but let's move into our next matchup. Let's actually look at uh, Hey Darnold and Jay Marty. Uh, this matchup yes. was a big blowout. Hey Darnold wins 130 to 99 against Jay Marty and his warm boys, who had won I think two weeks in a row, maybe three weeks in a row previously. He had to start Kyle Allen, which was tough. Yeah, not
1: um, not so great going on a four-interception uh, yeah, game. So yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: You know, I think um, with Russell Wilson on bye is why he had to start him. And mm-hmm. this team is really built for this year. Um, talking about Jay Martin, he's got a lot of older players. Um, even if you talk about, like, Le'Veon Bell and Julian Edelman, Greg Olson, Mark Ingram, some guys that yeah. are going to be back next year for sure. But I think he's trying to sneak into the playoffs and see what he can do this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, losing these big matchups, these were two 5-5 teams, so a win here would have really helped him. But instead it goes to Haydarnold, who off of the trade of Saquon Barkley has just thrived. He started Nixon, who looked great. (laughs) Uh, Sam Darnold himself looked really, really good. He's not seeing ghosts anymore. (laughs) Um, Hopefully
1: for him it'll stay that way. For sure.
0: So... You know, even his, his wide receivers are, are very stacked with Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen, even though Amari Cooper didn't look so good. He also had Cortland Sutton and Terry McLaurin looking decent. So that's going to be a tough team to beat in the playoffs. And uh, and yeah, I think that's, that's about it for that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, going to the opposite end of the spectrum of you having the closest matchup, I had by far the furthest matchup. Uh, I lost, I had 86 to 138 against Tag Popper, so a good, like, 42 points there, uh, difference. You know, it was a tough week, none of my guys really showed up. I mean, Jared Cook showed up, that was good, he had, he did catch an interception from Breeze, so that was, that was a positive. There was a moment in the week where I was like, oh, you know what, I'm actually getting closer and closer to winning this, and then it just kind of all went downhill once those two o'clock games started. Yeah. So it was it was a rough week. <laughs> That's how it
0: goes. It, like I said, it was a lot it was a rough week for everybody who didn't win this week. Um and that included Shane. Uh you know, he's he's really all over the place. He coined the term hashtag not tanking. I think he won four <laughs> in a row and now he's lost three in a row. So he's come back down to earth. He had the best he had a matchup against the best uh team in the league against Jay Santos and Nikhil Steele, uh who is now nine and two. Off the nice uh, plug-and-play start from Derek Carr, Christian McCaffrey's just been carrying that team. He was able to uh, weather the storm even with Tyreek out. Uh, you know, going up against guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown that really didn't show up. It wasn't a tough matchup for him. Um, now our last matchup is going to be between T-Bone Stake and our newest, uh, our newest member, Wolfman Twenty Seven. Who is uh, named his team the Milwaukee Tank Project? And this matchup played right into that hand. He loses eighty-four to one hundred and twenty-seven. Uh, this was just a tough matchup. He had a lot of guys on by. You know, Sony Michelle didn't look good. Austin Eckler looked really solid for him, but the rest of the team didn't look good. And on the other side, uh, that Mark Andrews and John Brown, both of those guys looked great.
1: Yeah, um, and this is just kind of more on my own personal curiosity but during the week while the matchup was happening this team was still Plesko's team Wolfman had not yet joined the league so I know you were trying to you adjusted a couple things on that roster Mm -hmm. um it wasn't going to win it was it was never going to win this matchup but I just kind of want to know what your uh the couple changes you did, what you were thinking. Were you kind of just trying to plug guys in that were actually playing, or were you...
0: Yeah, exactly. I think I uh, he had Aaron Jones and Chris Carson both in, um, and I, I, I went ahead and stuck in uh, Sony Michelle and uh, I think Mike Gesicki, um, his, his other tight end, was on okay. by. You know, guys like that who just... Were actually playing. I think I ended up sticking Austin Eckler in there also. Um, I, I really only just took out the guys who were on by and put in guys gotcha. who were playing. I didn't. I didn't make any changes. Right. Um, other from other than what he already had in there from like a starting lineup point of view. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, So let's move into uh, something fun. We had honestly we weren't on our uh, on our top game these last couple weeks. No. <laughs> uh, we kind of got in the motions. And we heard about it.
1: Yes, we did.
0: But we love that, and the reason we love that is because it shows that you guys like this podcast, you like listening to it, and we want to make it the best that's possible. So, like we always say at the end of every week, if you have suggestions, let us know. And you did. And uh, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of get creative here. Yeah. We decided um, for the first of our things that we're gonna do today um, to look back at some of the trades, some of the moves that happened. Throughout the year, Mm -hmm. especially at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, because (laughs) hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's always so much fun to go back and look at who screwed up, who did really well, and um, and yeah. So I think this is gonna be fun. Um, Yeah,
1: I mean, you and me, we were just we were actually going through it right before we started recording. You know, we went through the whole everything that's happened to the league so far and you know, we were laughing along the way, you know, yep. it was like, oh yep. my God, I can't, I can't remember. I forgot that happened. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys are going to be in for a treat as yep. you get to go down a little bit of memory lane with us.
0: Yeah, it was, it was crazy. You had some, some big trades, some small trades that are kind of fun to laugh about. Of course you had the, the crazy trades that, that were, <laughs> you know, a little bit out of, out of whack that went back and forth and got, you know, rejected and turned around and all that stuff. Yeah. We're not going to be talking about those today, but, um, you Know those are kind of fun to look back at and see how, just how crazy those were, too. Um, but the first one we're going to talk about is just how much um, Ty Popper screwed up. He, he's just you know, he's one of the top three teams, but this this move just shows how terrible of an owner he is. <laughs> and, and and you know, these next two moves um are really just going to show how bad of an owner he is. So he trades uh, 2022 20, third and two 2022 20, fifths, so you know, in a couple of years, but. He trades them for O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard's terrible, right? And so that, that, that's just kind of a crappy trade. Like, why would you ever make that trade? And then he goes on, and he has the nerve to do this trade, okay? Think about how bad this trade is. He trades Marlon Mack and Antonio Brown, the elite wide receiver, Antonio Brown, for Dalvin Cook and Christian Kirk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, you know, I'm being sarcastic. I'm kidding. The OJ Howard trade, it didn't work out for him. It was kind of, you know, all over the place. And, and OJ Howard, just gross. He ended up turning that into George Kittle later on. Um, I, I, I saw that trade. So worked out for him and, you know, whatever. He gives up, he gives up a couple of picks in, you know, three years. But
1: and this if I'm not trade, mistaken, that all happened before this season even started. Yeah, yeah so, it did. You know, didn't...
0: A- and yeah. so did this trade, by the way. This this Dalvin Cook uh, for Marlon Mack trade. But looking back on it, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. Uh, so, Tag Popper's trades, Dalvin Cook and Christian Kirk to bow record for Marlon Mack and Antonio Brown. Now, this was pretty much right after the draft... Marlon Mack and Dalvin Cook only went a few picks away from each other. They were very kind of close in, in who was good. Of course, everybody yeah. thought that Dalvin Cook was a little bit better, but you know, you're know you getting Antonio Brown, who was still on the Raiders and looking to have a great year, and all you have to do is give a Christian Kirk. You decline maybe a little bit at running back, but you get a stud-wide receiver in, in case of uh, you know Christian Kirk maybe not working out, having some second-year uh, struggles, but that's not what happened at all. No. As we know... Antonio Brown
1: controversy it, blew up after all this. He's a, he's a
0: goofball, and <laughs> the biggest of goofballs. he he got himself completely just out of the and we all know what happened. We don't have to go over it. Marlon Mack has been okay this year, but not not the greatest. Christian Kirk has shown to be a stud on you know Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury's offense. He's getting a ton of targets a game. Of course, Alex just traded him for that big trade that we talked about just a little bit earlier. But he gets Dalvin Cook, who has helped him become one of the top three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dalvin Cook's been amazing. We all know about that. And so this is this is just a crazy trade to go back and look at. And you, yeah. you look at it in the time, and it looks like, yeah, that's, that's a it very like fair a trade. It's
1: super even. I mean, like, I wouldn't even... Like, if that trade, like, if I was on one side and somebody proposed that trade to me, when it had happened, I wouldn't have really thought too hard about yeah. it. But... Like but now, this is... is Hindsight's This is terrible. So,
0: um, crazy, crazy trade. That was probably the most fun one that I think we, we went back and found. Um, another one that I really liked was uh, this trade where I traded away Kirk Cousins and Chase Edmonds, and I received uh, 2 Marty. And I received Tony Pollard in twenty twenty third. Of course, I drafted Ezekiel Elliott, so I wanted his handcuff and Tony Pollard. Um, and the funniest thing, uh, the funniest thing, sorry, um, about this trade to me is I own every asset in this trade now.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> I am the
0: owner of Tony Pollard, that third round pick, Kirk Cousins, and Chase Edmonds, um, just because. Throughout the rest of the, of the year, uh, both Cousins and Edmonds were dropped, and I, I picked him back up. I think Edmonds... Well, and
1: let me say, Edmonds, he was picked up and dropped... So I want to say like four or five times without actually and going traded, and counting.
0: And traded twice. <laughs> traded twice, because I traded yes. him in this trade, and then later on I traded back for him. And so, yeah, the, I mean, it, I, I just think it's so funny that and I that went was back and... And was before
1: you went off, too.
0: Exactly. And, and, and I... You know, we were going through these trades, like you said, and... Um, And I just started laughing to myself because I was like, man, I own all of these guys. Um, But that's always funny. Uh, Something that's not as fun for me, Darius Slayton. We saw him (laughs) have a coming out party last week. He looked great. He did. He looked very great. A guy that I would love to have on my team. He would fit in perfectly to my team. Uh, Somebody that I really would love to have. It's too bad that the the trade deadlines passed because I would probably try to go get him. I had him on my team and I dropped him. Yes, you did. Paid fifty-five dollars in fab, like so many others did, for Ty Johnson.
1: Yeah,
0: who sucks. And I regret that so much. So, um, yeah, I regret that. That wasn't as fun. Yeah. So we had one I, that we had one that made me laugh and one that made me cry.
1: That that's kind of how I don't remember who I dropped Ty Johnson for. Literally, one weekend before. Uh, everything went down Before and Ari every- got hurt exactly yeah. and everybody thought Ty Johnson was going to come in and be a top end running back just due to the circumstance but you know I kind of felt that same way until Ty Johnson didn't turn out too well <laughs> I know exactly what you're feeling and yep. the fact that you had this guy that was gonna be super good and
0: yeah you know a little bit a uh, little bit of something about that this week don't you Maybe. Mr. Mr. Steele Brian Hill away from me. Yes. And I, I hoped and I prayed that Brian Hill would be Ty Johnson 2.0. And from everything we've <laughs> yes, seen so can. far, that's exactly what he is. And so I feel like I got my play, my payback, sorry. And uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing yeah,
1: at you. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's well deserved. I know you were. We had been going back and forth. We had actually been hanging out, I think, the day before it all went through. And mm-hmm. You know, talking about, like, oh, there are a couple guys that I can outbid you on. Like, I have way more fab than you do, and I'm going to outbid you on. And what do you know? Waivers go through. I totally kill you on the waivers. I took him, and we all know how that's going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you start off this this next one here? Because it pretty much just has to do with... uh with you and a trade that happened recently, but it's kind of fun to look back to the draft and look at, yeah, you know, these draft positions.
1: Uh, just just to get it off started, um, in our draft I had drafted Robert Woods uh, in the fourth round. It was a low fourth round pick. I think it was the eighth in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I picked up uh, Carlos Hyde in the fifteenth round. I think that was the third pick in the fifteenth round. Wow. Um, so both those guys I had. Uh, as you know, if you've been li- if you've listened to our previous episodes, uh, a couple weeks ago I traded with our own Kevin Fisher. Uh, I traded away Robert Woods, and I received Adrian Peterson along with a couple other guys. Who was my
0: final pick in the draft? He was he was like yes. one of the last picks in the draft for me. So
1: yes. Um, but anyways, going back to the trade that I had with T Bone Steak couple days before the trade deadline where i received david johnson for both carlos hyde and adrian peterson it is fun to look back and see that i essentially traded for david johnson only giving up my what was a 15th round draft pick and robert woods in a fourth round draft pick
0: yep yep to get the number eight overall selected player in david johnson who we all you know we all know the story of david johnson these last few weeks he just looks gross. He yeah. doesn't seem very happy either. I know no. he tweeted out after the last uh, week's game just saying, Welp, and that was about it. So yeah. um,
1: so hopefully, for me, he gets yeah. back on We're back We're on worth a speculative and, ad yeah.
0: to you know, give up Hyde and, and AP. We talked about that last week. If you want to hear about that and you don't know what we're talking about, go ahead and listen to last week's podcast. But uh, now we're going to move into another thing that was requested for us, uh, matchup previews for next week. And yes. the way that we're going to do this is actually going to be um, inspired by the Fantasy Loners League podcast. Of course, okay. that is the podcast owned by Wolfman27, our newest member. And the way that he does it over there is when he has a guest on or if he has another host on, uh, like we're uh, lucky enough to have here, they go back and forth and they uh, they say who they think will win each matchup and then they revisit it in the following week. Uh, to see who got it right, who got it wrong, and uh, and and we're going to do the same thing here. So I actually want to start off with his and your matchup yes, because yes, that'll be fun do to do. Yes, do face each other this week. Uh, now keep in mind, his name is the Milwaukee Tank Project.
1: Yes, yes, and that is a factor. And I mean, even looking at weeks past when it was Plascos team, uh, it's a three and eight team. So it's a three and eight It's not going but to be too hard to tank.
0: A little birdie told me. I have sources that tell me that uh, you will be starting, let's call them experimental
1: players? Potentially. I mean, learning from this week that we just finished up, even with some of my top end players, I missed my projection by 30%. So, let's just say my team, when it does not fire on all cylinders, does very poorly. Ah. So in the, and we'll get into this a little bit later about kind of what the playoffs are going to look like, you know, and how that could play out over the next two weeks. Um, but I'm kind of on the border of if I'm going to make it or not, you know, a couple different things have to all line up and happen for me to make it. So I'm kind of in that iffy, I haven't decided yet if I'm going for it all out or if I'm going to kind of go for taking the losses, get that higher end draft pick, but, Mm. so, that will all be seen.
0: So then let me ask you this, where's your faith lie? Do you think you can beat him this week?
1: I think I can. Do you think you will?
0: Is that where your vote is going? Where are you voting, right now?
1: (laughs) Where am I voting? I'm voting, I'm voting that I'm going to win, just due to how his team is, although I don't have the highest hopes because of how my team has performed.
0: Alrighty. So it's going to be a matchup of whose poop stinks the worst. (laughs) Exactly. All right. I'm actually going to go ahead and go with you also. Um, I believe in Wolfman. I think he's a man of his word. And when he tells me that uh, he's going to name his team the Milwaukee Tank Project, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think it's going to not even be close. And I think that he's going to put up the least amount of points on the week. And I think that's going to be completely uh, what he's going to be trying to do as he owns his own first-round draft pick, and he's going to be trying to go for that number one pick. Well,
1: actually, I'm kind of curious. As of right now, I hold the honor of having the lowest-scoring week on league record. Oh. With a team actually now actually trying to tank. This is disgusting. It is is 100% disgusting. (laughs) Wolfman, I will 100% let you take that honor, so please do. (laughs)
0: We are. Com- this is such a close league. All everybody in the league could potentially make the playoffs, even as as tough as it might be. And yeah. we're talking about Nobody who can suck the worst.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Welcome, welcome to the Fantasy Trade School podcast. Um. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Shane's team and uh, and uh, H Galish, um, of course, being Hayden hey, Um This is an interesting matchup because, like we've talked about, Shane has had, you know, four good weeks in a row, and then he's been off three, but he's always trying to compete. My vote here actually is going to go to Darnold. though. That team's been on fire lately. It's turned out to be one of the most competitive teams in the league. I think they take it.
1: I, as much as I want to go with Shane, because, I mean, he's really turned that team around uh, since the beginning of the league. Uh, I have to side with you with, hey, Darnold, you know, his team, like you said, has been a powerhouse pretty much whole season, been really competitive, and now we're seeing with the last week that just happened, some of the players that you wouldn't think you could count on, they've really stepped up, and they're putting up points, so I think he's going to take it.
0: Alrighty, so let's move on to probably the best matchup of the week, but the one we actually like care about the least. And that's only because this is the only matchup that does not have playoff implications, Yeah, at least to some every,
1: extent. Every other game has playoff implications. And Just, the reason
0: is because they're the two top teams in the league, and they're both going to yeah. make the playoffs. But uh, this is uh, Jay Santos, Keo Steel against Bow Record. Um, I'm interested to see what you think about this and where you're going to go with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. Uh, and right now, I mean, you can't really look at the projections because it doesn't look like Bo Record has updated his starting lineup, so he is projected low. You know, he's got to swap some pieces out for his starting lineup for the week. Um, but, I mean, both these teams are <laughs> they are so strong. You're talking about a 9-2 and team and an 8-3 and team. Yep. So, you know, I'm going to vote for Bo Record to win this week. I'd like to see that. For all the fun it would involve, we would have... Two teams tied for first.
0: That would be awesome.
1: That would be that would be really cool to see yeah. how that would play out into the last game of the season and then into the playoffs.
0: And of course, we talked about this before, um, you know. But I I just, just want to bring it up again. Bo Record brought a team that was completely auto drafted <laughs> yeah. and completely forgotten about to an eight and three team. He's I, I respect it a lot, yeah. and um,
1: it's kind of the underdog team that's not an underdog team.
0: Exactly, exactly. So he's. Uh, you know, he's been balling lately. He's one of the toughest teams to beat. Um, you know, I, I, I could totally see him winning this matchup. But there's a guy on the other side who plays for the Panthers. His name's Christian McCaffrey. Have you yes. heard of him? Puts who? up about 40 points a week. His name's Christian McCaffrey. And uh, I, I can't vote against him. I can't put my vote against him. So this is going to be the first matchup that we're going to be split on. Um, I'm going with with Nikhil Steele, Jay Santos, I think uh, I think Christian McCaffrey has another great week, and uh, and yeah, that's about yeah. it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean it's it's gonna be a close. Hopefully, it'll be a close one. Hopefully, it'll be a good long fought battle that'll go all the way to the end. But yep, yep. We'll and see. in
0: in mine and and uh, Wolfman's league, I own Christian McCaffrey, and so I know oh, what it's okay. like to I know what it's like to own him, and it's great because I never worry about anything, <laughs> um, except for this. There's this one. There's this one Australian guy in our league who uh, his team is not that good on paper. It's I, there's nobody fancy, but the guy no names essentially the guy keeps winning and, winning and winning and winning and winning and winning, and he beat me. And so you know, ouch. There's always one of those guys, but yes. no, he's 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 awesome too. I, I would love for him to maybe um, you know he he said he would want to be in this league. So if if you know something comes up where we have to have somebody he could definitely be a guy that I could see yeah. joining later on. But um, now we're going to move into the number one matchup on the week, uh, mine and Jay Marty's. And it's mine because yes. it's the one that everybody cares about the most. Oh. Because is it? <laughs> it is. Because if Jay Marty loses to me and then he loses next week to Nikhil Steele, of course, Christian McCaffrey, uh, I could steal his spot in the playoffs. And that would be awesome, and that's why everybody cares about it. Yes. And I'm definitely going well, to do that because I'm going to start my skew my plethora, if you will, of uh, many young wide receivers that I have no idea if they're even going to put up points, like Demarcus <laughs> <to> Robinson. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to beat him. So that's where my vote's going. Okay. How about you?
1: Ah, jeez, this is hard because uh, playoff implication-wise. Works out better for me if you win. But...
0: There's no bias on this at all, by the way.
1: No bias? No, no bias. Oh, okay. None I, at all. I'll, I still have to go that... <laughs> I mean, I have to go that J-Mart's going to win. Uh, I mean, he's just been the stronger team right. I mean, all season. He's 5-6, and six, so not, not quite 500, but... Oh. In the, the way our league has gone, that's actually yeah, we'll, we'll, essentially 500.
0: We'll remember that. It's fine. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah,
0: The national media is talking about us not winning this game, but we're going to upset. Yeah. So, the, the national media. Yeah, the national media. You uh, and I. I.
1: I mean, I guess now that we have...
0: Yeah, we're all over the yeah. place. We're all over. We got, you know, from from sea to shining... To, sea from, to
1: shining lake. Yeah.
0: From sea <laughs> to shining lake, uh, we are... All over the nation. Um, if uh, You know what? Even Jay Santos, he took a, uh, a trip to Boston. That is coast to coast. And I know for <laughs> a fact that he must have listened to at least one of these podcasts when he was over there. So we're nationwide. We are the national media. And Fisher Sports is going to win this week. Let's move on to our last matchup. It's between Tag Poppers and T-Bone Steak. This is another pretty good one. Um, Tag Poppers, of course, is one of the top teams... But T-Bone Stake is trying to hang in there. He's also in that position, like we'll talk about a little bit later, where uh, he's got to be a little bit careful because he doesn't have it down-packed. And that reason is why I think he's going to win this. I think he's just going to put his best lineup out there, and I think he's going to have a shot to win it. And so I think that's where my vote's going to go.
1: Man, that's a hard one. Facing Tag Poppers, which is yet another powerhouse team, uh, geez, that could get real interesting real fast. I'm gonna have to side with you as well on that one. Ooh. You know, I like, I like some of the pieces that he has. He doesn't
0: want the challenge.
1: No, no. <laughs> I'd also love to see Alex lose one, drop down to <laughs> that uh, eight and four. That would make. Things a little bit more interesting as well. (laughs) Sorry, Alex. Welcome to the Hate on Alex podcast. My name is
0: Kevin Fisher. I'm your host today. (laughs) No, we love you, man. Um, But, yeah. I like
1: some of the pieces he has. He has Carlos Hyde, which I did trade him. He's a guy that I like. He's super consistent. So I'm not worried there uh, while he's facing up against some guys that are banged up and on Alex's team. So it'll be interesting to see.
0: I get the feeling neither one of us is going to win this. That'll do it for our matchup previews. Um, I hope that you know that kind of quenched your thirst for that. Um, those of you who are asking for it again, so we're bringing it back. We're going to continue to do it for the rest of the season and, of course, into the playoffs, which will be starting in three weeks. Um, and to close this out, I know you you, you did some uh, some tough statistical work I did. to check in to see who. Uh, you know who can make it into the playoffs? Who was still eligible? And it, as it turns out, everybody is still technically yes. eligible no, to make the playoffs. Nobody has been
1: officially eliminated as of yet.
0: So you're telling me there's a chance? And yes. I would like you to explain that yes. to the league.
1: Okay. So this all involves teams starting with the top end of T Bone Steak, which is in the number five spot right now, and down all the way down to number ten, which is our own Kevin Fisher. Uh, Woo! Yeah, <laughs> but so we have we have T Bone Steak and Jay Marty. They're both five and six. They've got the last two playoff spots in that number five and number six spot. Followed up, we've got Shane and myself at four and seven, and then we've got Wolfman and Kevin Fisher at three and eight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but so the way it works out. For, I'll start with uh, Kevin and Wolfman, since they both have the same record. If they can win out, and either T-Bone Stake or Jay marty lose out the rest of the season. You're going down. They will be tied in wins and losses. So we'll go to the tiebreaker for point four, which all four of those teams are fairly close. So, if it happens, if we have a three and eight team win out and a five and six team lose out, we will be going to a tiebreaker for a playoff spot.
0: Um, so if the number seven and number eight team win out, what happens then?
1: Oh, so that that's interesting. That comes into my own uh, hands as well as Shane's we're both those seven rank seven and eight teams. Uh, we're both four and seven. If we can win out and either T Bone Stake or Jay Marty lose out we automatically get those spots. No tiebreaker. We'll have the better record. It will, however, if, let's say, I go one in one the next two weeks, and so does either T-Bone or J-Mart, it will go to a tiebreaker.
0: So we could potentially have a five-team tiebreaker. No. No. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> we can have a four-team tiebreaker.
0: All righty. I was dumb. <laughs> we could have a four team tiebreaker for the last two playoff spots. That's really interesting. Yeah.
1: That's and really that cool. could go, it would either go with, uh, um, it really comes down more to how T Bone Stake and Jay Marty do uh, since they are holding those spots right now. So it more comes down to them. I believe uh, in the matchups for this week, we've got uh, you're facing Jay Mart. Yeah. So. You've got to win this one, buddy.
0: I very much plan to do so. <laughs> Russell Gage is ready. You don't even know. Russell Gage is ready to go. He's been telling me, "Put, give me some more minutes, oh, coach." He? And i
1: you, you've got those text messages. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay.
0: He comes into my office every day. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, ready. Is,
1: this is a great office.
0: Just, just wait. It is. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So. So that'll do it for I think this podcast. It went on a little long. We're just we're just screwing around here, but having fun. Yeah, of course. So hopefully you guys like this one. We want to keep them more upbeat and be more creative. Sometimes it's tough, just you know, with life going on. I'm sure you guys yeah. understand that, but
1: especially if not much happened to the league. So we'll we'll try our hardest as things start slowing down, even though we are going to the playoffs. Yep.
0: And um, of course, we still want to get people on the podcast. Um, I definitely am going to force Wolfman to be on the podcast as he's very uh, used to the podcast you know lifestyle yes he's, he's about that podcast life uh so we'll get him on here one of these weeks but um anyways it was great to to be here happy to do that again let us know if you have any suggestions or anything um and enjoy this week 12 football